0: LGBT activists are protesting at a so-called gay conversion therapy event. An LGBT well-being organisation has protested against a so-called gay conversion event that happened at a church at Windsor Baptist Church on the Malone Avenue on Saturday morning. The church was hosting a True Freedom Trust conference for Christians who experience same-sex temptations. In inverted commas, for Christians who experience same-sex temptations. And That was the statement I read from the organisers at the beginning. True freedom, trust statement. We are satisfied that our director, Mr Stuart Parker, gave a full explanation of our work and of the purpose of the meeting on Saturday in Belfast to media reps who were present at the time. Now, Stuart Parker is indeed, as I've mentioned, uh, the director of... the True Freedom Trust and he said the event actually seeks to encourage people in their Christian walk and point people to what the Bible says Uh, John O'Doherty is with the Rainbow uh, Project he is a, a gay man and he's on the line John, good morning Good morning, Frank. Uh, John, these conversion therapies, we talk about them quite often on the programme, and people who provide them would say they're not called conversion therapies. They're, 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 they're an option for people who feel that they wish not to have a temptation towards the same sex. They want some form of ministerial, ministerial guidance.
1: Well, I mean, there has been this huge move against um, people who are engaged in this type of work is being referred to as conversion therapy or reparative therapy. But I don't think organizations like True Freedom Trust get to define exactly what that is. The reality is that for over 40 years, True Freedom Trust has stood on a platform of telling people that being LGBT is not right, that it's not in keeping with um, their Christian beliefs and it's something that people should seek to change or seek to move away from. That message costs lives, Frank, We see that every day here at the Rainbow Project, people who are struggling to come to terms with their sexual orientation because of the barriers put in front of them, because of the faith group that they happen to be brought up in, uh, or the beliefs that they may hold themselves. That costs lives, and we're always going to stand opposed to that, and opposed to that message, regardless of whether it comes from right-wing fundamentalists or it comes from people of faith. And it's worth noting, we don't have any issue with people of faith other than the issues that they have with us. And there's been a huge movement within some conservative Christian groups uh, to campaign against any uh, promotion of same-sex relationships as being a positive thing or something that uh, people should celebrate as part of their identity, uh, and we've seen that particularly over the last 10 years. as uh, society has moved to more to becoming more supportive of LGBT people, um, that this has only hardened these groups in their opposition to LGBT people. This event on, on Saturday was encouraging families as well as uh, LGBT people themselves to come along and to hear the message about why it is against, uh, in their view, biblical teaching to be in a same-sex relationship and the idea that this is something that someone can and should change. And the only barrier towards that change is someone's willingness to change. Um, We know for a fact that sexual orientation change isn't something that's achievable, but it's also something that shouldn't be encouraged. People should be recognized and celebrated for who they are. And one of our main reasons for being there on Saturday was to send an alternative message to those LGBT people who are reaching out for help, who are reaching out for support, to know that there's an LGBT community here willing to welcome them as they are the most authentic selves, with open arms, and that there are groups, uh, many groups of faith, uh, who celebrate LGBT people, and that um, groups like True Freedom Trust and some of the more conservative Christian groups don't have a monopoly on the Bible and don't have a monopoly on Christian belief.
0: Uh, and, and, and I think you will get a lot of support on what you're saying there, uh, John, because you know, I, d- I don't know whether whether you're a person of Christian faith or any faith. It's, it's absolutely irrelevant. But I know as someone who goes to church myself, if I was to embrace everything that the Bible says, or indeed if a person of the Islamic faith was to embrace everything that the Quran says, you definitely would have a problem with being accepting of same-sex, relationships. So, it is incredibly important that people are able to make up their own minds and not be dictated by words that are found somewhere buried in the Quran or buried in the Bible. However, there are those who are obviously feeling very guilty about a same-sex relationship. It's being preached to them. They read about it. They get a sense of it is wrong, and therefore, they're looking for another path. Is there not the possibility that the likes of Stuart Parker is that field of light in the you know the, in in the arena of darkness that they find themselves in?
1: Well, I think the first thing I would say is that. Um, I'm not saying that the Bible or people of faith don't have anything to teach the rest of us in society. I think they do, and I think there are wonderful people of faith and wonderful faith organizations who have done amazing work, uh, both locally and internationally, over many years. I think when we look at this issue specifically and the um, pressures that exist for people who are struggling with same-sex attraction, is more often than not, they've only had exposure to one message. They've grown up in communities and in families where the understanding that there's something wrong with being gay is something that's being accepted by those groups and and by those individuals Um, and it's no different than the homophobia we used to see across wider society when there was an invisibility of LGBT people or LGBT issues when there was this shared accepted view that there was something wrong with being gay then homophobia was rife and the mental health uh, impact on our community um, was much worse than it is today and it's no different for those people who happen to have same-sex attraction who have only ever heard this message that there's something wrong with uh, being who they are, but also the level of risk that comes along with being your most authentic self. If you take an LGBT person who grows up in a faith community with a faith family who have only ever shared this message, believe they may have a same-sex attraction or have a same-sex attraction, and want to enter into relationships, what's the level of risk involved in that? Are they going to lose their community? Are they going to lose their family? And faced with that, are they going to look at any option available to them which could see them move away from being a same-sex attracted person, or indeed to present themselves as not having that same-sex attraction anymore, Of course they are. These are vulnerable people um, who need to be supported, who need to be celebrated for who they are, who need to be told that there's nothing wrong with being them. And unfortunately, that message isn't reaching every single one of those people. And a message which is harmful to them sometimes permeates much more easily because of the people that it's coming from.
0: And if we take us to its most extreme conclusion, you, you have someone like the Sultan of Brunei who's in the news uh, at the moment. I'm not convinced that he gives a hoot whether what I think or what, what you think, uh, John, but it must be incredibly difficult to be a, a gay person and to have anything whatsoever to do with whatever thinking he's, he's basing his beliefs on.
1: Of course, and, you know, there are still so many countries, including many Commonwealth countries, where it's still illegal to be gay, and in many of those countries, uh, I think it's around about seven, uh, where being gay is punishable by death. Um, this is terrifying reality of the world that we live in, that simply by being an LGBT person that you risk loss of life, uh, and it's something that needs to be addressed, and fundamentally Frank, the reality is that the idea that there's something wrong with being gay is the underpinning motivation of all homophobia and indeed it's the motivation of the Sultan of Brunei and so many who stand opposed to LGBT equality or indeed just freedom and dignity for LGBT people to be themselves. Um, And the message is always the same, whether it's True Freedom Trust saying that there's something wrong with being gay, and I'm not suggesting that in any way they would support the Sultan of Brunei, um, but the, the message that they're sharing and the message that's being shared by those who advocate violence against LGBT people is fundamentally about the same thing, that there's something wrong with being gay, and that is fundamentally what homophobia is, and anyone sharing that message is responsible for homophobia and is engaging in homophobia.
0: John, thank you very much indeed. It's almost impossible for me sometimes to to lead a a challenging interview with a person like John O'Doherty. And I say this very simply because of who I am. And, you know, for a a group to say this is for Christians who experience same-sex temptation, that very line suggests that being involved with someone of the same sex is a sin. It's about time we got over the insistence that society, especially here, but in other parts of the world too, but it's most relevant to us, especially here, that it's a sin to be attracted to a person of the same sex. We've got to get our heads around the fact that it's not a sin. And if you feel it's a sin, that's your problem. You know, go and deal with it yourself work it through in your own head. But if you're a gay person who is attracted to people of the same sex, it is not a sin. It's called love. It's called meeting the person that you want to be with. So we really have to, I think, just open our minds more to the pain and the anguish that people have been going through constantly in this part of the world, and that some gay people are going through who are seeking the conversion therapy. You don't need to seek it. Be who you are. Now, uh, Bill is on this line. Uh, Bill, good morning.
2: Good morning, Frank. Just listening to your discussion there regarding LGBT there and this church, you're trying to give out advice to people. I mean, and then you're saying, let's get over it. You know, let's get over what? You know, the other point is that we let the people just the churchgoers now should be catching themselves on. That's where came across to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's maybe look at clarification on that. And what do you want? to over, get over.
0: But, but Bill, look, can we just be really simple and straightforward about this? So, as there yeah. is no grey area, and then you will understand. Okay, yeah. people. Have been leading their lives from as far back as mankind began. And somewhere along the line, it was written in books, whether it be the Bible or the Quran or any other religious book of wisdom, that for people of the same sex to have sex with each other is a sin. You can find that in the Quran, you can find that in the Bible. Now, my opinion. Is that this is 2019? And because someone writing in the Quran or the Bible, whether it be many hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago, they were writing to the disadvantage of people who love each other. There are millions of people around the world of the same sex who love each other. They express that love for each other by being together in a bed and making love to one and other. That bill is not a sin. So therefore, people who feel that they need to be converted away from that sinful path should with confidence continue to be in love with each other and express their love for each other exactly the same way that you, if you're heterosexual, or me as a heterosexual, would with my or your heterosexual partner. When are we going to accept that?
2: But what exactly? I listen to you say, don't accept. That you're right, what you say, the point. But what about the people who accept that it is a thing still? So, we actually just stop it here because we've got so much coverage. Everything, even we've got adverts now, two men kissing each other. It's, it's, it's a world's accepted. We're all going that way. You know, what about the people who, for as you said, from time began, who believe that it was a sin? The way, they just stop and disappear? Well, and now we've got the church many years ago. Years ago, used to be like, we just want to live in peace. We just want to love each other. And it was totally sad. But now it's a case of come live the way we want you to live and listen to us. So what about the church people who actually want to become? as they say, protect people, protect some of their congregation, whatever they may, may be. So what about them, in fact? They just let them disappear, they'll kill them
0: still, but, but, but Bill, there's no one encouraging people to be homosexual or gay. I'm, I, I'm simply accepting that people are gay. I'm not suggesting that you have to start being gay or I have to start being gay. I'm simply saying in 2019 thousands of years after the oppression of same-sex couples began in the Bible or in the Quran, thousands of years after it, surely it's time to say all people are equal and they can express love for each other as they please.
2: Frank, can I ask you a question? What was the gay boom come from then in the last 20, 30 years? Because if it was a person, since they went absolutely the opposite way from being on the in the closet, they used to call it, to be, everybody in the world seems to be gay, even if it's safe on advertisements and everything else, it to be that we overrun. You know, it's it, it's crazy. It's almost like if you watch advertisements, you know, maybe it's the part of television. And because if you want to look at television as well, you look at your own adverts, it looks as if Britain is the men, the white people are minority. I've worn down a different road here, but if you look at advertising, if you look at the advertising on it, it it's a minority now who the white actors are on the TV as well. It seems like to be that whatever the TV says goes, and the radio, you know, is that the way? But no, the people who wanted to go to the church and guide and advise people, maybe in the Catholic church to come something like this, when they had a scandal, you know. I think people had to be able to walk in and confront their problems regarding the priesthood or whatever it may be. to they not disconnecting away from what you were talking about, but it's getting in the same category.
0: Bill, you've totally deflected from what we were originally talking about, but I think the more you speak, Bill, if you don't mind me saying this, the more you expose yourself to certain elements of intolerance that you have within your mind. But, you know, I am not here to dilute your intolerance. All I'm saying is that people who are gay should be able to live their lives exactly as people who are heterosexual. It's as simple as that.